rants. Life and motherhood uncensored. Welcome back to Mama Rants with Elle and Allie. And we're here joined today by our lovely friend and guest, Mal. She was my C-section nurse that I spoke about in this last podcast. And she is here to tell us today about a wonderful experience with pregnancy and birth. How you doing, Mal? How are you? Pretty good, thank you. How you doing, Ellie? Oh, just superb, you know? <laughs> no new adventures this week? Um, you know, we went to a farm today and that was pretty fun. I feel like, um, you know, 2D, what we call her, you know, my daughter, um, she was having a great old time with the goats and really, really loves chickens, apparently. And so now it just gives me more of a reason to get some of our own um, once we get out of base housing. But yeah, so she had a great time with chickens chasing them around. So <laughs> that was our that was our that day. would be amazing. <laughs> So Mel, tell us about you. So I, um, well, I'll start off. So I met my husband probably what? I don't know, when I was 17. And then we didn't start dating until five years later after working together for five years. Kind of realized that he was cute <laughs> after that long. <laughs> so then we started dating. And then shortly after, probably about a year, uh, we got engaged. We were engaged, engaged for two years. And then um, when we got married, we started trying right away for a family. Um, just recently had our son, Luke, in August. Congratulations! Um, Yes. <laughs> you don't think that it's going to be difficult. You don't think it's going to be hard. But the hardest thing about it is the lifestyle change that comes yes. with it. Mm -hmm. It's not, I mean, the exhaustion, yeah, the sleep deprivation, of course. I mean, everyone has a hard time with that. But um, the complete lifestyle change, like you just can't go out of the house. You can't go grocery shopping whenever you want. You have to feed the baby. <laughs> yes. You have to change the diaper. You know, you can't eat when you want to. <laughs> You're just, you have to wither away. Um, so you're totally going to own stock in Instacart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Target pickup. I mean, I just do the ordering at Target and my husband picks it up. I don't even do the pickup part. That's a positive. <laughs> that is a well-oiled machine. <laughs> so we have definitely new routines in life, but wouldn't change him for the world. But also can't really imagine what life was like without him. You know, it's like... It is, it is hard to picture before them. Well, we were a little worried we were going to scare our listeners with our pregnancy and birth stories. So we wanted to assure them that it was also normal to have a positive pregnancy experience and delivery experience. So can you kind of walk us through how yours was, you know, the one that we all wished we had, right, Allie? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Definitely the birth part. Like that's, that's the coolest part for me. <laughs> so pregnancy wise, I was actually just talking to my husband about this. Um, I would get nauseous when I woke up in the mornings and I would eat cracker, crackers. It was very manageable. Um, I got really lucky and then it pretty much all went away. Diet wise, I had to change my diet to prevent, you know, throwing up. I only threw up once during my pregnancy with Luke. So that was... Super nice. And it was after I ate red sauced pasta. And my husband and I went out and I, I, I ate it before we left the house. We went out. We're on our way back to the house. And I'm like, mm, 
I'm like, I think I'm going to throw up, you know, <laughs> like my heart's <laughs> racing. Something's <Yeah>. burning. <laughs> Something's not right. So I ran inside. Sure enough, it all came back up, flushed the toilet, went back in the car. I'm like, okay, I feel so much better. I'm ready for lunch. And my husband's looking at me and he's like, <laughs> you just threw up. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm hungry now. <laughs> like, feed me. I struggled a lot with back pain in my pregnancy. I have previous back issues. I had a body pillow. I had to prop myself in bed. Um, oh, the body so, pillow I missed. Yeah. My dog loved it. I mean, after I gave birth to Luke, my dog would sleep in the body pillow. Like his legs would wrap <laughs> around it. Like he knew how to use it. It was his favorite thing. <laughs> so so did you experience the coveted pregnancy glow? No, no. God, no. I mean, I mean, I tried to dress cute. You know, I, I bought all these cute clothes thinking that they were going to fit me throughout pregnancy. And yes. then, and then they didn't like, I was literally 12 weeks pregnant and I'm like, oh my gosh, my gender reveal. I think I was telling Allie this at one point, I brought this super cute dress for this gender reveal and it didn't even fit me anymore. <laughs> I was like, I'm only like what, 18 weeks pregnant. And I bought like two sizes up and it doesn't fit me. So I ended up just wearing my husband's underwear for the most part. I wore his boxers. <laughs> That's fantastic. I switched to these underwear that uh, stretch with your body. They were like the most amazing things ever. And I still wear them now because they're just incredible. Right. But I always pictured because every photo I saw of you while you were pregnant, you looked gorgeous and you did look glowing. And so it's so So interesting to hear that you also hated your clothes. Yes. She looked so put together and so cute. And I'm like, man, that was going to be me. (laughs) And, and to hear that you also struggled with that is a a little comforting. I did. I mean, it was hard. I cried because I just didn't. And I still do because I'm sitting here, you know, still 15, 20 pounds heavier than I was before I had Luke. And I'm you know, I'm going through my closet and I'm like, wow, I just want to wear some of my old clothes, but I can't. Um, so I, I am still wearing some of my pregnancy clothes, but I will say getting ready wise, every time I got ready, I pretty much snapped a picture. So, you know, if you saw like all of like five pictures, that was probably as many times as I did get ready during my pregnancy. <laughs> I don't blame you. But I, I would snap to- a picture too. Yeah, absolutely. You have to document, you know, the five times that you get ready in nine months. Um, so true. But the one time I got ready before an appointment, I got all cute. I did makeup. Me and my husband had off. We went to my, I think it was 34 week appointment. And they told me that my appointment wasn't until later that afternoon. I said, no, it's at 8 a.m. and we're here and we live an hour away and my husband has off. <laughs> so I'm being seen today, right? They were like, okay, fine. You can be seen. So they walk me around this whole entire building because I'm seeing the nurse practitioner. They take my blood pressure and it's like 140 over, you know, 80. It's high. Higher than it has been. And they tell me that they're going to have to send me to the hospital to determine whether baby is better off inside or outside. And I'm like, you know how much time it took to have this baby? (laughs) Do you know how much time and work it has? And you have to tell me that at 34 weeks pregnant, you're going to determine whether it's 
that are inside or outside. Like at this point, I don't care. Keep it inside. Yeah, excuse you me. You know what I mean? Like whatever happens to me, I'm like, this is too much work to be taken out right now. So um, they took my blood pressure again one more time before they sent me to the hospital and it was 160 over 100. Well, because you were upset at that yes. point. <laughs> I mean, why are you going to tell someone that you're sending them to the hospital? You know, and, and so here I am, have to take off my cute dress, oh. had to put up my hair. They put me in this oversized hospital gown and I'm sitting there with my day and I'm on my day off with my husband in the hospital bed. That's how I spent Wonderful. one yeah, of those that's... pictures. Yeah. Don't, don't be fooled. Our social media is not... <laughs> social media is not accurate (laughs) (laughs) yes we all want our best photos up there and you know you never want the the terrible photos I actually posted one of my worst photos right before I had b-man and man I look like two-ton Annie in a huge (laughs) hospital gown I I think you might have actually (laughs) taken that photo or you were there when my husband took it sorry I I, tried to get the good angles for my patients uh, (laughs) I have the hair net on and everything but I still posted it because I'm like you know what this is my picture absolutely before my baby boy was born but holy hell, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, a filter might have been needed. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's your parents back in the day didn't have the filters. And we look at the pictures and we just think how beautiful they are just to see us as unfiltered little kids and, you know, on camera and it's the best thing ever. And that's kind of what I have to keep referring back to when I post something on social media and I don't have makeup on or I have a big, you know, pimple on my forehead, like, Mm -hmm. Who cares at this point? I don't yes. I just I don't have time to edit. I don't even have time to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so any other experiences throughout your pregnancy? Did you have any cravings or anything like that? How was the how was the end of pregnancy? End of pregnancy was hard. It was definitely um it was harder to sleep getting up in the middle of the night. But I will say I I just loved feeling him move. Yeah. I don't know. And I think that that was hard for me after I gave birth because I almost felt like there was like a disconnect and I couldn't understand why. You know, I was like it, it was just like we were one and then all of a sudden he's here and he's screaming and I'm tired and <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't it, but it's like you know, I don't, I don't know. It's just, um, I mean, everything about it was great. That's wonderful. But I mean, I was so, I was just think I was just thankful to be pregnant. And like, you know, when the nausea started coming along, we, we tried really hard, um, to get pregnant and we had quite a few losses. So when we did get pregnant with Luke, um, we were cautious, but we were still excited um, because I had to have surgery on my uterus in order to have a successful pregnancy. But we still weren't sure that was completely the issue. But when we got pregnant with Luke, I would take pregnancy pregnancy tests over, you know, um, mm-hmm. keep taking the pregnancy tests. And then I would have blood work drawn like every week. And then I would have ultrasounds, you know, constantly in the first trimester. And it made the first trimester go by really fast. But with the anxiety part of it, I felt like when I was nauseous, I would actually be happy. I would yes. be excited because 
you know, it's all about perspective too. Like I was, I was happy to be nauseated because that meant my pregnancy was going well. I remember walking into the doctor's office the day I was actually told that I was going to have to be induced because my blood pressure, but the nurse looks at me and she's like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to meet him. And then they take my blood pressure and they're like, well, you're going to the hospital to be induced. I'm like, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready. I'm not ready. You know, I take and, it back. Um, I, you know, after I had Luke, I was like, man, I actually liked being pregnant and the time and going through it. It was awesome. I loved showing off the bump. So walk us through your birth. So my birth. Um, so yes, I was induced because of my blood pressure. Um, <laughs> I think it was part anxiety that my blood pressure went up a little bit. But on that last appointment, they asked me if I was ready. I said, yeah, I'm ready. Um, they told me I was going to be induced. I'm like, no, I'm not ready. I mean, my husband, I was just laughing on the table. Completely. My husband is looking at me like he just saw a ghost. Like he turned white. He's like, this is not supposed to be happening right now. I had two, I had three more weeks, like <laughs> <laughs> at least three. Um, so they scheduled me for an induction. Um, they were worried about pre preeclampsia. Uh, so I well, it's funny because I, where I work, I was actually doing induction calls. So all my coworkers got to do my interview and it was really nice because I did give birth where I work. So I knew a lot of people. I knew my anesthesiologist. Um, I knew my OB. Um, so that was, it was really reassuring and I was, I wasn't scared. I was, you know, um, I think the biggest thing that I was nervous about going into my, induction was that inductions, you have a higher risk of C-sections. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, obviously, I didn't care either way. Um, you know, vaginal or C-section. Yes, but no one no one wants their stomach to be cut through along with their muscles. <laughs> you know, I will say, yeah, I, you know, absolutely. And, you know, I will say, though, that there are some people that um, I have come across in the field that I work in that actually opt for C-sections <laughs> because it preserves the lady area. <laughs> yeah. No one wants their <laughs> vagina ripped open either. It's like a crapshoot yeah. either way. I mean, there's no, it's yeah. no good way to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be realistic. No, no, there's no easy way to do it. <laughs> no. Um, but so I went to the hospital Well, before we got there, I, I scheduled for eight o'clock at night. Um, cause I needed cert what they call cervical ripening. Um, again, I was, I was early. So me and my husband went to Carabas. We had a beautiful dinner right before we became parents and scarfed everything down. And my husband made me take the leftovers because he was going to eat them, but he let them sit in the car, um, <laughs> the entire time. So when we got into the car, it didn't smell great. Um, but anyways, that was just a little side story. I will say, and I know Allie is familiar with this too, like the cervical ripening that they do. Mm. And I mean, it's, it's, it's not comfortable. It is. No. Are you feeling labor pains at this point or no? No, mm -mm. no labor pains. Um, you really, I did not feel labor pains until they broke my water. And let me tell you, breaking the water feels like you're just straight peeing. And it's just <laughs> leaking. I mean, it's, oh, it's the worst feeling ever. They put towels between my legs and I'm like, it's not going to hold it. 
I mean, I can't <laughs> walk. I'm literally, and I literally looked at the doctor. And I was like, how do I know if my, it's my water leaking or if I'm peeing? She's like, oh, you'll know. And I'm like, I don't, I think I'm peeing. I was 100% <laughs> sure. You're like, I don't know. Yeah. I was 100% sure I was sitting in my pee. <laughs> like, so I, I got up shortly after I went to the bathroom and I did pee and I was like, oh, okay. So it wasn't pee. <laughs> Because <laughs> I did not believe her. <laughs> but I tried to hold off as long as I possibly could with the epidural. I was probably, I think I was about five centimeters when I finally got the epidural. I was going to hold off longer. And I actually, I found that when I sat down in labor, um, the contraction started right away because they kept upping, upping the uh, Pitocin. Sitting down, it like the, all the labor pains went to your back. So I found that standing up and leaning over, they were more in your stomach, but it was more tolerable in your stomach, you know, it, it, rather than shooting in the back. So I stood for the majority of my labor and I bounced on a ball. Um, and then they tried to, they gave, so I, I was trying to hold off on the epidural. So then I opted to take some pain medicine to kind of take the edge off. Um, and then right before this, I told my husband and I said, you need to take pictures like of real life, me giving birth to our son. Like I want our son to, you know, no backstory. Right. Right. So they give me the medicine. They gave me Dilaudid. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. The room. I mean, I felt like I had like 15 shots of tequila. The room <laughs> was spinning and I, oh my gosh, I had to sit down. I literally, I'm, I can't even explain the dizziness. Like it, yeah, it felt like I was like super drunk. I'm all laughing. We're laughing. I'm like, okay, the dizziness is slowing down. We're all giggling and everything. And all of a sudden, five seconds later, just barfing everywhere. So I'm sitting there with the, one of the blue bags on the table. And my husband's taking pictures of me saying, you wanted this, right? <laughs> and I'm like, seriously? So I have, I'll have to show you guys. I'll have to send them to you. Yeah, he took pictures of me vomiting. <laughs> After that, I said, I'm tired. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Give me the epidural. So that's what we did. Um, but I will tell you that right after that epidural, I just laid there and I, I napped for two hours. And then when Ooh. the doctor came back in and checked me, I was fully dilated. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's all it that's all it took, <laughs> you know? Um, and it was funny because when she checked me, she goes, I don't feel a cervix. And I'm a nurse. I'm fully educated on what it means when there's no cervix present and all she feels is a head. But I looked at her and I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> I was like, tell me what that means. <laughs> She's like, it's time to start pushing, right? And I don't know what it is about the epidural, if you guys are familiar, but like the shakes. Oh my gosh, I had the shakes so bad. And I think it was just um, anticipation. But... The more I like tried to hold in my shakes, the more I would shake and my jaw would be clanking, right? And then she says, oh, I have another emergency upstairs. I'll be right back. <laughs> and she leaves me there knowing that I'm fully dilated and there's a head right there. Yeah. And I'm about to push and have this baby. And she just leaves me sitting there and I'm literally like shaking. Like I, I'm <laughs> holding onto the rails because like... I and I, I couldn't like control it. It was like uncontrollable shakes, and it was so funny because we still laugh about it today. I think I was just so nervous about like what life is just going to be. Um, and then the nurse said to me, "She goes, oh, if you stick out your tongue, 
the shakes stop. So I'm sitting there in my labor bed, holding the rails with my tongue out, <laughs> and, the, and the shakes stop. And they stop. It, it literally, that is the best tip that anyone has ever given me. And it's amazing. I just sat there for an hour with my tongue hanging out of my mouth. And the shakes stopped. Um, but so I started pushing. And you know the fear of pooping. Yes, it happened. <laughs> I didn't quite push as hard the first time because I was afraid I was going to poop. Then they were like, no, harder, no, harder. And then I sure enough, I felt something. I knew even though I had the epidural, I felt it. And I go, I pooped. I said, what was that? And she's like, nothing. Um, I pushed for uh, 24 minutes. I started pushing at two o'clock in the morning. I pushed um, until 2.24. Um, and Luke was born shortly after my husband was, um, actually the one that delivered him, the doctors let him get in there with some gloves. Um, and the doctor guided his head out, but Tyler caught Luke and it was so special when he put him on my chest. Um, Tyler, he's, you know, he's like, I'm trained for this. And I'm like, yeah, like how have you ever, have you ever actually delivered a baby? And he's like, no, I read it about it in my textbook. I'm like, yeah. And I'm sure everything looks different in your textbook too. You know, (laughs) that is some strong marriage, like come down and deliver our child. Um, So I went up to the postpartum floor and they check you. Um, The first check that they did when we first got into the room, Tyler was um, straight in view of everything, you know, where Luke came out of. Um, And when they checked me, you know, they have you open your legs and they push on your belly and everything. And I will never forget. He looked over and his eyes got so wide and he will... (laughs) He, he will deny it because he's like, no, it's fine. Like I, I literally, and I'm like, well, what did it look like? He's like, it didn't look like that, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I felt like at that point it didn't really look like what it was supposed to. So I was like, who cares? Just catch the baby. Love me anyways. <laughs> yeah, it was really special. I'll never, never forget it. I don't know if we'll get as lucky, you know, next, our next babies. Because yes. some doctors are... You never know. Never know. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. It was fun talking about it. I mean, I overall had a great pregnancy. Um, Wouldn't change anything about it. I wouldn't change anything about the birth, you know, just as long as he was here and healthy is is what matters. But it was so special and can't wait to do it all over again. Oh, it sounds like you had such a wonderful experience, Mal. I, I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Absolutely. (laughs) all right guys thanks for joining us mal we really enjoyed it and if you like what you're listening to please like us and subscribe in your favorite podcast app bye